Hello and welcome to Snowcast. This is the podcast about journalism where I talk to teachers, students, and working professionals about best practices, lessons from working in the field, and everything in between. I'm your host, Alex McNamee. Thanks for being here. Speaking of best practices, this week I wanted to talk about awards, specifically our Snow Distinguished Sites Recognition Program. And who better to talk to, I thought, than the advisor of the program that's been the first one to earn that recognition for the second year in a row. That's Brian Higgins at Liberty High School in Texas. As an aside, I'd also like to congratulate the Red Ledger and the St. John's Review for also earning the award and encourage the huge number of programs who are very close to that achievement as well. Keep it going. Brian's publication is The Wingspan. Here's our conversation. Liberty High School, the Liberty Wingspan, was our first snow distinguished site of this school year, and that was for the second time in a row, uh, to my knowledge. And their advisor, Brian Higgins, is on the phone with us. And the first thing that I wanted to do uh, in the process of your staff earning all of the badges for Again, this award, I wanted to read this support ticket that we received from uh, Casey Harvey, one of your editors, in December. Um, I think it kind of demonstrates how you guys feel about this program we're going to talk about over there uh, at Liberty High. And so she writes this. Good afternoon. I'm writing about the story page excellence badge. My advisor sort of drives us crazy about earning all these badges and bettering our site. I was just wondering what the progress was on earning this badge because we would love to make our advisor proud by achieving all of the badges. Is there anything else that we need to do? And that's it. Brian, what what, uh, makes the Snow Distinguished Site program so um, important to you as the advisor at Liberty High School? Well, first of all, I must uh, confess that Casey is probably accurate in me driving them crazy <laughs> on trying to uh, achieve all those badges. Uh, I just think I first started with snow sites about eight years ago at Lovejoy High School when we transitioned from a print to an online newspaper, the Red Ledger, and just loved them. So when I switched to a new high school that didn't have any sort of online publication, I didn't even think about it. It was obvious that snow sites was going to be our choice. And I just think that snow sites offers so much that without the distinguished sites program, I think publications can get lazy and not explore different templates and different story presentation formats. And that's what I like about the Distinguished Sites program is it really forces you to analyze your publication as a whole. Are we doing this? Are we presenting stories in the right format? Are we providing enough multimedia? What can we do differently? And this keeps us on our toes, and that's why I think it's a great program. 
Yeah, you mentioned um, your time at, at Lovejoy High School before coming to Liberty. Uh, you know, so at those two schools, tell me about when you did start participating in the program, in the Distinguished Sites program, and, and kind of how it looked or, or how it was going in the beginning, kind of picking it up. Well, I think that I can't remember the first year the snow mm-hmm. sites, the sites program started, um, but we've been doing it from the first year. If I, I want to say when we were, I was at Lovejoy, we were one of the first sites to get it there. Yeah. It's kind of just become for me and my students a a badge of honor, um, but it's a lot of hard work because. You have to, it's very easy just to stick with the, you know, the traditional templates and, uh, you know, the home sidebar and so forth. And it just kind of, you have to explore the best ways to tell a story, you know, does it deserve full width and maybe some pull quotes or some pictures in there or side rails where we can draw people to similar content and... <clears throat> It's just a matter of really, I think, a chance for advisors and students to step back and look at their site from a different perspective and see, okay, you know, maybe this isn't the best way to do things. And my philosophy is always to try to, let's try it. And if it doesn't work, we try something different. And this, you know, program forces you to try things Yeah, I mean, I think the the whole goal of the program is, um, you know, to be not just something to uh, for recognition and for uh, awards and that sort of thing, but to be something that um, teachers and students can actually use as opposed to an award that you apply for and then just kind of wait to hear about um, a few months later. So, you know, is that kind of uh, the way that you've always uh, seen it? Yeah, I've seen it as um, just something to better, yeah, the awards are, I think, you know, a nice accomplishment, but whether it's distinguished sites or um, pacemaker competition or uh, gold crown competition, mm-hmm. I try to approach it as if we do what we're capable of, awards and accolades will follow as a result. Um, but the thing I like about the Snow Distinguished Sites is it's more, yes, content matters as far as like best of snow, but it's more on the back end of things and how you present the information that I think maybe isn't as much of a focus on like NSPA or CSPA. Mm. Yeah, you know, and you've, you've come from a place now at, at two schools where you were kind of building up. Uh, the online presence of of a couple programs. How have you seen at Wingspan the publication, the website improve specifically from trying to follow and, and learn and use the distinguished site kind of criteria? I think this year especially was a bit different because we were kind of under, under the assumption like the snow 
you know, the same sites program would be similar to last year, but you guys threw a couple of curveballs uh-huh. um, with looking at different things. And I thought that was great because we couldn't just, you know, rely on what we've done. It's kind of prompted us to, you know, step up our game and uh, try to get more photo galleries. Um, we were fortunate in, I think, some schools, multimedia is um, a little bit more of a challenge, but I, I'm also the broadcast advisor, so I kind of treat our online site as a media convergence program where we funnel all our content to the site. Um, last year we had started podcasts, and now we have four to five a week. But it just makes you think and improve, and I think if you improve via the Distinguished Sites program, it's only going to help you in local, state, and national competitions. We have, you know, we hear from from several uh, advisors all the time, whether it's in person or, you know, over the phone or anything like that, who are nervous about uh, you know, doing it, nervous about applying for these things, not not confident that their staff is quote unquote ready um, to go after the awards. If you could think like them um, for a second, what would you say is the reason that advisors and their staffs should get involved with it and should start to kind of dig into it and explore? I think it's. <clears throat> As I've mentioned before, if you do the work and present the news and the information and best utilize the snow sites, the best of snow and all the badges will take care of themselves. Um, So I think the best thing to do is just to try because if nothing else with the feedback that snow sites provides via the Distinguished Sites Program, it's explicit as to what you need to work on, what you need to do differently, what this specific thing is missing. So I think you guys provide a tremendous, almost a template slash connect the dots to how to produce a great site. Mm-hmm. Um, what will you do with, with the Distinguished Site plaque and other awards like it? How do you celebrate that kind of thing with your staff? We, um, we have a, we kind of, we put them up on a wall and we, you know, just kind of circle the room around it. And it's kind of, um, we almost joke around about it, not (laughs) as if it's a bad thing, but we don't, I don't make it a huge, huge celebration. Mm -hmm. Um, we, you know, congratulate, I got the plaque yesterday, we haven't opened it, um, but I think the students know that those plaques have been hard-earned. I'm incredibly proud of them. And this year it was, you know, at a certain point I was like, oh, wow, I kind of, my competitive nature came out, and I'm like, I want to be first again. <laughs> I want us, I, and my kids did too, and we were looking at the other schools, and for us it became like a, a challenge more so than in years past because we thought at some point we would become a distinguished site. Um, we feel we have the, the staff and the tools to accomplish that. But then we're looking at other 
other schools made us raise our game a lot faster. We didn't have time to, you know, ease into some of these things. It was, hey, we're looking at it and we're looking at these other schools that have more badges or this or that. And I just, I personally challenged our staff. I'm like, do you guys want to be first again? And they said yes. And I'm like, well, let's get it done. And <laughs> um, and I think that's the great thing about it. Is it sets us up for, you know, we were fortunately named an online pacemaker by the NSPA finalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sets us up, I think, to put us in good standing for getting in the site where we need to be as they continue judging. Um, we're a crown nominee um, from the CSPA. And so... It just kind of happens at the time where, for other competitions, you really need to be at your best, and this, this thing of sites program helps you get there. And kind of uniquely for you guys, when you're kind of in that race for distinguished site, you're also looking at other schools from right in your state. Your old stomping grounds in Lovejoy was was second, and then St. John's School also in in Texas was was right there, you know, knocking on the door. So that's almost a unique uh, rivalry or competition in its own when it's in state. Yeah, I mean, I we looked at it, and I really. You know, everyone, and I get it, um, you know, everyone wants to talk about high school football in Texas <laughs> being, you know, the, the king, the beast, the thing, but I'll put, you know, high school journalism in Texas up against every single state. I mean, the, the quality, the competition, the writing, the talent on all levels, high school journalism in Texas is insanely... I think strong. It's just ridiculous. And then I think, you know, I'm like, I don't have to look very far. You know, love joining my old schools 15 miles away, all the other schools in the state. And it, it did kind of come uh, on our side a competition, you know, and it was a competition that other schools probably didn't know we were competing with them necessarily, but it drove us to try to. Uh, you know, in this case, kind of be best. I think all the other awards are um, a little bit more subjective, such as a pacemaker or a crown, and those are, you know, if you win them, amazing. If you don't, it doesn't mean you're still not producing amazing work. Um, but this I like because it's a little bit more straightforward, too. Um, it's not, I think there's a lot more objectivity to it than other competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are enough TV shows and movies about Texas football. You think we can get one for Texas journalism? <laughs> hey, I think, I mean, done the right way, who knows? I mean, there's, you know, especially if Texas, we can, as a state, and get our lawmakers to um, help protect us via something like a New Voices campaign, I think... Um, you know, everyone wants to talk about journalism, dying, the Dallas Morning News just laid off some people. Mm-hmm. It's not dying, it's just changing. And we're at the forefront of how it's changing by teaching these high school kids that how to tell stories, how to present, present accurate information, how to fact check, how to get sources and research. And whether it's journalism as people used to think of it or journalism as we don't know, um, you know, we're doing, I think, some incredible work that's going to, you know, seen every day here in Texas. 
It's uh, teaching the future for sure. Keep up the great work at, at Wingspan and pass our congratulations once again on to your staff. Thanks for joining me today, Brian. No problem. Thank you very much for all you guys do. Um, stuff such is amazing, and we couldn't be what we are without you guys. So thank you for having me. That's our show for the week. But before I let you go, allow me to remind you that you can subscribe to Snowcast on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Overcast, and many other listening platforms. Rate us or leave us a review. Come back next week for another episode.